This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like Ugly Christmas Sweater Karaoke and Holiday Music Bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. You lead a busy life. The last thing you have time for is shopping, prepping, and cooking a healthy, homemade meal. With Chef, enjoy authentic meals freshly prepared by the best local cooks in your community and delivered to your door. No prepping, no cooking, no subscription necessary. It's one less thing to worry about after a long day without sacrificing the quality of a homemade meal. Schedule your meals with a local cook at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hot Off the Mess. I am your host, Samantha Bush. Um, I'm just going to keep it very real with all of you. (laughs) The last uh, 24 hours have been a real touch and go over here. I don't know if Mercury is in retrograde, if I should go out and buy some crystals, like if I should start like speaking to like the stars, like I don't know what I need to do, but like life is testing me in so many ways and I like it's really kind of throwing me off. So if I don't seem like myself, I deeply, deeply apologize. But so let's let's start at the very beginning. First of all, if you are familiar with my Instagram, Bravo Historian, you you probably know that um, my account <laughs> was disabled on what day was that? Thursday night. So I so let me tell you what happened. I'm on Instagram as I always am. You know, I then I start getting messages. Um, this amazing Instagram account, Brands by Bravo. So it's at Brands by Bravo. You should follow them. They are doing that clear the list for teachers. So it's like where teachers send you their Amazon wish list for their classroom. And then you are able to purchase like crayons and books and like things that they need for their class. Because unfortunately, in America, uh, teachers have to buy their own school supplies. Okay, that's we won't get into that. It's not the type of podcast. But so she reached out to me and she was like, do you mind sharing this list? I was like, oh my God, absolutely not. So I shared the list and then a couple more teachers, you know, were were asking me and I was like, absolutely, let's get this thing going. Like, let's help our teachers because school's starting, COVID. I mean, who the fuck knows what's going on with that? I feel like a lot of teachers are doing in person now rather than virtual like last year. 
So one of my best friends, Paige, friend of the pod, shout out to Paige, hey girl. She's been on an episode before, Mob Wives and Deep Dives, I believe is the name of the episode because she's like deeply, deeply addicted to Mob Wives, like where I'm concerned. Um, And it's not just Mob Wives, it's like Mob Every like everything. Like, I think I told the story about how I went over there to her house one day and she was watching The Bronx Tale, like by like just by choice by herself. Like that was just something that she just decided to throw on. I was like, okay, you could catch me never even searching that that movie. But anyways, so she's a kindergarten teacher. And so she was like, Hey girl, do you want to share my list? And I was like, Yeah, like what the fuck? Like, how can you never even ask me in the first place? Whatever, it doesn't matter. I shared the list. And then I posted a photo of her in a bikini looking hot to trot. And I was like, let's get this hot bitch some school supplies. And I didn't, oh, side note, if you hear a dog, you know, there's always really beautiful soundscapes happening in my podcast. Um, I'm dog sitting. We'll get to that. So if you hear little Winston in the back, that's what he's doing. He's not used to being in an apartment. Anyways, like I said, we'll get into all of that. Um, hey, dude. No, we're not doing that. Thank you. Okay. So I called my friend a hot bitch and just wanted to get her some school supplies for her classroom. Apparently, Instagram does not like the word bitch, even when used in like a complimentary context. Uh, because so I get out of Instagram. I go back on because it's like an addiction, obviously. And I go back in. And it's like, your account is disabled for the next 30 days. You can request a review in 24 hours. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, my heart literally sank. And I was started panicking because I was like, oh my God, this is like kind of tied into my job. And now that I don't have this, like, am I even going to get it back? Because then of course, what do you do? You Google Google is a fucking hellscape, like a bad news. Like if you ever want to read anything positive about what's going on, never go to Google because it tells you basically like all these horror stories of people like losing their accounts and like never getting it back and Instagram basically telling them to fuck off. And I was like, oh God, oh God, because I have been warned before by Instagram for using the term bitch or like bad language, quote unquote, bad language. That's why, I mean, I didn't know this, but if you are going to refer to someone as a hot bitch, you have to put the asterisk in there. So it like just reads like B asterisk TCH. You know what I'm saying? Like, so Instagram doesn't like really pick up on it. So there's that. So that was real, real, an interesting 24 hours. I literally made an album in my phone called like jail time. So like when I was like literally in Instagram jail, I took pictures and screenshots of all the things that I had been like doing and seeing that day. Uh, just for if I were to ever come back, who knows how long I could have been out. I could have been out, you know, 30 days. I could have never, honestly, I could have never come back, but whatever. But everyone was like so sweet. Like I had people messaging my personal account being like, did you block me? Did I say something? I was like, no, I didn't block you. Instagram blocked me. Like literally they had had it with me. So there was that. And then I was out with my cousin on Friday and we were grabbing like margaritas and tacos. And all of a sudden I see an Instagram comment on my hot off the mess podcast page. And the, some girl was like, oh my God, she's like, you're back. And I was like, oh, is this the moment? Is this it? 
And so I went and I, they did lift the ban after exactly 24 hours. So that was good. Christine uh, Bianca Villa, who's also a hilarious Instagrammer, she was banned for Winston. She was banned for 24 hours as well. So yeah, it just gave me a little bit of hope, you know, that if you're ever disabled, like it probably will only last 24 hours. And again, I apologize about the dog in the back. He's having a moment. So let's get into the dog sitting, because like I said, I know you come here for like maybe the celeb takes. I don't know, but I'm in such a funky mood. I really need to get this off my chest. I like need to vent. So what's a better way to do that than on a podcast where thousands of people listen every single episode? Um, Here we go. So my mom, icon, legend, Mary, uh, my mom, Mare, she is on vacation. So she planned this trip months and months ago to go up north. Up north in Michigan is like, it's not the upper peninsula, but it's like, obviously you go upwards and so that's north. I don't know how else to describe that. It's like really stupid that I even just said that. But I have friends that don't live in Michigan, so I always refer to things as up north and they never know what I'm talking about. So she just decided to rent like a little camper for herself, take a little trip alone. I was very worried about her. I was like wanting to force her to turn her location on. Like I am just fear. I'm a protective daughter. What can I say? So I am watching Winston, which is her dog, and he's been literally clinically depressed since she's been gone. Like the two of them have a very codependent relationship. And as much as I think he likes me, he just doesn't love me like he loves her. And like I've had to force him to go on W-A-L-Ks. I can't say the word out loud right now because he'll look at me and then he'll start whining. But for the first couple days I was dog sitting, I literally had to like force his ass outside because he was not having it. He just wanted to stay in and like just mope around. And he's a Shih Tzu mix. So Shih Tzus, I don't know if you guys are familiar, they naturally have like a very sad face. So it kind of like fucks you up because you're just like, are you happy to be here? Are you depressed? Do I need to get you on a Xanax? Do I need to get you on some uppers? What do I need to do, babe? Because you're making me like self-conscious. He really is. I'm like, I think he hates me. So of course, I don't want to text my mom and be like, oh my God, Winston's so depressed without you because then she'll feel guilty uh, for taking this trip. But so there's that. So then yesterday, I come home with Winston and uh I'm pulling down my street, down to my mom's because I'm staying at her house uh, with Barb and, you know, Winston. And um, I pull down my street and I see like fire trucks. I see police. I see all of my neighbors staring. And I'm like, there's no way they're staring at my mom's house. Like that would be too crazy. And then, of course, I was scared because I was like, oh, my God, what there's like a burglar on the loose. Like what if there's a murderer? Like I didn't know what was going on. I don't know why a fire truck would come for that, but that was where my first thoughts went. So I'm like, then I pull down my, the actual street. So my mom is, her house is second from the corner. So like right when you turn down, it's like you see it. And literally everyone is staring at the house. I pull in the driveway, the gate to the back, to the backyard is open. And there's a police officer like wandering the backyard. And I'm like, what is going on? You know, and mind you, it's like, pouring rain right now, like literally pouring. So then the the neighbor boy comes out. Shout out to him. He was keeping an eye on the place. He comes out and he's like, so uh, 
the power line came down and uh, your mom's bushes were on fire and her garage was smoking. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. I was like, okay, number one, glad everyone's fine. Glad the house didn't catch on fire because Barbara was inside. And just obviously for house purposes, glad nothing was damaged. But I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? It was the most like, it was so strange. And then I get out of the car. I go talk to the other neighbor. And I'm like, so do you really know what happened? And she explained to me that the power line went out or a transformer blew or something. Okay. Now, you all are not privy to this information, but almost every, more than half of the times I've recorded this Tuesday episode, I've had internet outage issues at my own apartment. So now that I have to record this episode for Tuesday, I don't have power. Like, no power. And it's expected to come back on at 11 p.m. Well, it was on Monday night, but now it's Tuesday and here we are. No power. So then I had to drag Winston and I to my apartment today to fucking do this. And it's it's just been a lot. And okay. I'm going to get a little personal here. If you are familiar with my Instagram or whatever, you might be familiar with that I struggle with like massive anxiety. (laughs) Okay. So I have anxiety and it's, I was diagnosed with anxiety back in August of 2017. And I, I never knew that I had it. I always just thought everyone felt this way. Like I thought everybody was, their minds didn't shut off. I thought everybody over, you know, was overthinking everything. I thought, I just thought everybody was like that. And then I kind of, so I was dating someone at the time and I, I felt like I had never felt that way for someone before. Like, like I loved them and I didn't, I didn't know what to do about it really. I was very overwhelmed and, um, oh, there's a dog outside peeing. Lovely. I love I've just it's struggle guys it's struggle city over here what can I say but anyways so oh and there's honking okay so then anyways I felt like at the time in 2017 like that summer that I couldn't get a grasp on my emotions like what I was feeling or thinking like everything felt so heightened and like I just I would cry randomly I didn't understand why I like couldn't sleep I felt like I couldn't eat it was like it was literally that quote from It Takes Two with Kirstie Alley where she's like, it's that eat, it was like that can't eat, can't sleep, like kind of love. And like, that's how I felt. It was very strange. Uh, Cause I was like, what the fuck is this? I've never felt this way before. Especially I was like 20, how old was I? I was 20, I was about to be 25. So I went to the doctor and I was like, girl, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I started bawling in the office. And she was like, she's been my doctor since I was a kid. So she was just like, what the, what is going on with you? And then she gave me this survey for anxiety. And it was like, it was one of those surveys where it's like, I never feel this way. I sometimes feel this way. I always feel this way. And you have to circle, you know, how you feel about a certain situation if it's never always or sometimes. I ended up circling, I felt X, Y, Z all the time. And she was like, yeah, so you have anxiety. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I had no idea that that's what, I didn't know how to categorize what I felt. And so then she put me on Zoloft, uh, which completely changed my life. I, you know, obviously I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to like say everyone should take this. I'm just saying that it really helped me. 
Uh, it did take some time for it to like kick in, but it really, really worked. So for some fucking reason, back in May, like end of May of this year, I decided, you know, I'm feeling good. I feel like I have a good grasp on anxiety. I feel like I've been on it for years at this point. Like I'm, I feel like I was, I felt like I was in a good place. Like I was, you know, got the job of my dreams. I was happy and in kind of a situationship with someone. Like I was just feeling good. Okay. Well, bitch, you were feeling good because you were medicated. <laughs> like, yeah. So I decided I was going to go off of my medicine. And I'm being very vulnerable here. I'm definitely going to have a vulnerability hangover after this, but it's fine. It is what it is. I feel like I just like need to get this off my chest. Um, so I decided to go off of it. And um, big mistake. Woo! Big mistake. Because I don't think when you are starting like a new job is the best time to go off your anxiety medicine and that I you know, that relationship ended. So that also was a lot. I'm also moving at the end of August. So that's a lot. And then I I really had this realization last week that I forgot that anxiety has so many other symptoms other than just feeling anxious. Okay. I didn't expect to get like emotional on this podcast, but okay. It's just, it's been a long couple. It's been uh, just a long couple days and weeks. And, you know, I just feel like everyone... The state of the world right now, like everyone is so overwhelmed and just no one knows what to do. I don't think anyone has processed the last year. Everyone's just like, let's just go fucking party because this might end soon or like because we haven't been able to do anything. So, yeah. So I just feel like there's been a lot. So, yeah, like I forgot that anxiety manifests itself in different ways. Like I forgot that it like now now I don't sleep. I forgot that like anxiety doesn't allow you to sleep really. So I like have become kind of an insomniac. I'm super like um, Winston. I'm super like ADD, which I used to be able to kind of focus more. I get very overwhelmed and boy, do I get fucking irritable. Like I get so irritable by like driving. So or like, or any slight inconvenience, any like anything that irks me. I said on uh, my Instagram story like a month ago that I literally had a breakdown in the car because I, you know, like when you're putting your seatbelt on and it locks and like you can't get it to fucking go and it's like not getting in the buckle. That is like the metaphor for the last like month of my life. Like I, like I have reached a heightened level of like my anxiety. So I definitely am going back on my medicine very soon I have like appointments made, et cetera, et cetera. So I hope like to be feeling better. So like this whole power outage situation really threw me for a loop. I woke up, I, you know, I slept like three hours last night because it was so fucking hot in the house because there was obviously no air conditioning or fans being allowed to run because there was no power. Also, Barbara kept me up. She was meowing all night. And then I got, so this morning I kind of had like a little bit of a breakdown because I'm just feeling very frustrated with like the state of the world. Um, I don't really care what your stance is on vaccines or if you're an anti-vaxxer. I really don't give a fuck. Uh, I am not one of those people. I am someone that believes in science and vaccines. And the fact that like things are being canceled or postponed again and like this is all happening because 
people aren't being vaccinated and they're putting the weight of that responsibility on the people that did get vaccinated. It just like, it doesn't make sense. And no one can explain it to me because it's like, what? Okay, so you don't want to get vaccinated, but also you don't want to wear a mask, but then you also don't want to socially distance. Oh, but then you also don't want the world to shut down again. It's like, well, then what the fuck are you doing to contribute to like helping the situation? Because like I did my part. And I think that that's what's frustrating to so many people who socially distanced, who vaccinated, who didn't see their friends, didn't see their family, didn't, you know, spend Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever with the people that they love is because they were like taking responsibility and they were doing their fucking part. So it's like, I did all of that. I did. I followed the rules. And now, like, now everything's going back to what it was because you fuckers, like, can't get your shit together. It's just like, like I said, my irritability level is off the fucking charts. I, so I had a breakdown about that. I also had a breakdown about climate change (laughs) this morning. (laughs) Girl, ladies, gents, I am feeling a lot of things. I got to tell you. I was crying about climate change at, like, 7 a.m. this morning, literally in a CVS parking lot. Like, it's been rough, okay? Uh, Because also, I got to CVS at 7.40. They don't open till 8. Uh, So I had to wait in the parking lot for them to open because I had to grab some things, but, you know, some lady things. So yeah, I'm just beyond irritable. I just like, I'm speechless. Actually, I'm not speechless because I've been ranting about this for now 24 minutes. So It's just, it's been a lot and I feel better that I opened up to you guys about like how I'm feeling because maybe like you guys are feeling the same way or maybe like if you have any advice or whatever, like I am, my DMs are always open. I love to talk to everybody. Yeah, it's just been a lot. It's just been a lot the last like month, just a lot of anxiety, a lot of like stress, a lot of crying, a lot of, just a lot of everything. And then also I'm moving in like 18 days and I haven't bought one thing because I feel like that's another symptom of my anxiety where I like cannot commit to like one piece of furniture. I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy a rug. But then I'm like, wait, do I even like that rug? No, I like this rug. No, I like that rug. No, I want this couch. It's like, bitch, fucking pick a couch. It's really not that serious. Like no one's even coming over to your house. Like what do you even, what do you even care? So it's just, you know, a lot. So that's really my story with anxiety. Okay, so I feel a little bit better now. Uh, Let's take a break and reset, and then we'll get into what's going on in the celeb world. Let's be honest. Ratings and reviews are so important, especially when you're in need of a doctor. You wouldn't go to a restaurant if they only had one star, so I go through all of that with a healthcare provider. And after the last year, now is the time to prioritize your health. Whether you need a primary care physician, a dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Just download the free ZocDoc app, the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Go to ZocDoc.com slash H-O-T-M and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash H-O-T-M. This 
this might seem random because I haven't discussed this like at all, but it's been something that's been just like circling the internet for a couple of months now. And that is Nick Cannon. Okay. I know, like I said, this feels random, but it just like is something that I really have to talk about because I just am like blown away by this situation. So this summer, he has been kind of making headlines all over the place because he's a father of now seven children, uh, which like, okay, like what's the big deal? I, I mean, other than the fact it's just like a lot of fucking kids running around. It's the fact that four of them were born this year. Four by three different women. Four of them just feels strange. Like that's just a lot of kids. I don't know. People keep calling him the fertilizer. It's like so gross. It's like, oh God, Nick, what are you doing? So at the end of June, Nick became a dad to a baby with model Alyssa Scott, but just a little bit earlier, a little couple weeks earlier, he welcomed twin boys with DJ Abby De La Rosa. And then nine months ago, Brittany Bell gave birth to their second child. So if you do the math, that is four children within a year. I mean, that is like so chaotic. That is like that is like when all the Kardashians had kids together at the same time. Like, do you remember that? Like when Kylie, Chloe, and Kim all had kids together. And it and I even think Balika was around there too, if I could be wrong. I don't know. But it felt like that. But those were like three separate people having children by three different people. This is one man having children with like three different women. And it's just like, what? He must have like a golden penis or something. Cause that just like, doesn't make any sense. But of course, you know, he was married to Mariah Carey and they had twins as well. So not only does he have seven kids, but he also has two sets of twins. That's just kind of crazy like that's just kind of a crazy thing I like I don't really have much to say about it other than like what because he was on the breakfast club over the weekend talking about obviously how people call him the fertilizer which makes me sick and then when asked about just having one partner in life or being monogamous whatever he said I understand the institution of marriage but if we go back to what that is about that was to classify property a father gave another man his daughter for land so I actually have been told that since I was like a young child by my mother, Mary, a friend of the pot. (laughs) She is like, she's not against marriage, but she definitely doesn't love the idea of like a woman giving away her last name because she's like, you're not chattel. I've been like literally hearing that since I was like 11 years old. I mean, teach their own. Like I believe in marriage and love and stuff. I don't necessarily think it's for everyone. And I think you need to know thyself and know like, And I'm not even classifying not being married with not being monogamous. I just think it's like, that's a big fucking deal. And I think too many people do it and they shouldn't be doing it. But hey, who am I to judge you? I love to go to a wedding. I love to dance. I love, you know what I don't fucking love though is a buffet at a wedding. I don't want to wait in line with Aunt Susan and Uncle Rick and like wait for Mastacholi in a tin pan. Like that's just like not what I want to do. But hey, also go and have a good time. So I really just had to put that out there that it's just, you know, Nick Nick Cannon's a father of seven kids. And I also think it's weird because, like, I grew up with Nick Cannon, obviously, on Nickelodeon. And he, you know, was in the movie Drumline, which is I keep bringing my mom up a lot. I think I just miss her. She loves that movie, Drumline, a fun story. This was back in, like, the early, early days of, like, 
buying things on demand, like on cable when this movie came out. And she was like, let's watch Drumline. I was like, okay. So we put on Drumline. It took us about 12 minutes for us to realize we bought the Spanish version of Drumline. So we were like, why does it sound so... Like, we weren't really fully grasping what was happening. And then we were like, wait, this is Spanish. This is not English. <laughs> it was so funny. Okay, sorry. I don't know. I mean, who knew Nick can't... Who knew on this today's podcast you would hear about my anxiety disorder and Nick Cannon all within, like, 13 minutes? Also, Tyler Cameron and his girlfriend Camilla Kendra broke up. They had been dating since January. And I'm bringing this up because he was just on Watch What Happens Live with Luanne Deliceps, like, two-ish weeks ago. And guys, I'm telling you, there was chemistry. There was chemistry. Go back and watch the looks that he was giving her, the looks she was giving him, and his girlfriend was in the audience. But so Tyler Cameron is from Hannah Brown's season of The Bachelorette, and he was probably, probably is one of the hottest people to ever come from Batch Nation. Like, he is truly stunning, and he seems to be, like, a good person, which is kind of rare because... Like, yeah, I think he's thirsty. Like, I think he deserves to get all the attention he gets. Like, he's that beautiful. Like, some of these guys that come on that show who really wanted, like, to be Instagram famous and stuff, I'm like, babe, absolutely fucking not. You you should work at Cabela's. Like, this is not, you do not need to be on Instagram. Anyways, so he seems really nice. He also dated Gigi Hadid very briefly, and that never gets discussed enough, in my personal opinion. He went to her Oma's funeral with her. Like, can you imagine being on The Bachelor and now you're dating Gigi fucking Hadid? Crazy. Also, we all, if you are familiar with Bravo and Beverly Hills Housewives, you know who Oma is because Yolanda Hadid, that was her mother and she graced us with our with her presence many a time on the show. She was a very sweet lady. So ah, just, I know this was years ago, but I felt for them. But it was just wild to see Tyler Cameron in, I believe, Denmark or Holland, somewhere over there. Like, with the Hadids. Like, with Gigi, Bella, Anwar. And, oh, yeah, Dua Lipa, who's dating Anwar Hadid. It's, like, really, it's really crazy. Okay. So, he was on this Hannah season, obviously, like I said. And then him and Hannah kind of remained close friends, I think. Because during, like, the beginning of COVID, they quarantined together with all of their friends down in Florida. And they were, like, all over TikTok doing TikTok dances. And, like, you can tell that they really do care about each other or have love for each other. But I don't think it's necessarily, like, love, love, love. Or maybe it just grew from there. I don't know. But they claim to be just friends. But so he was on Watch What Happens Live with Luann. And his girlfriend was in the audience and it just came a little strange. I did tweet about it that night, actually, that it was he was coming on a little strong in his love for his girlfriend. And I just think that that's weird. Like, you're on the show. Like, we don't need you to, like, do shout outs to your boo in the, in the audience. Like, we don't need you to, like, talk. Like, it just felt he was laying it on so thick. And it just felt like very much like doth protest too much. Like, what are you really hiding or what's really going on? Because just the way that like he was acting with his girlfriend was just weird. And she seemed like very embarrassed, like almost like she kept like closing her eyes and smiling like, oh, my God, because they kept the camera kept like shifting to her. And she is absolutely stunning. Absolutely beautiful. But they met via, I believe, Instagram DM and then. They were both like, hey, we're both in Florida. Let's meet up. And then they started dating. And, you know, obviously the rest is history. But he fell 
in love with her. And I guess, according to an insider, they told Us Weekly that Camilla broke off the relationship. It was time for her to refocus on her own very lucrative career. Okay, that, I don't know, feels like a weird statement to put out. It's not just like, oh, we wish him the best. Like, to bring up the fact that you will now have a lucrative career seems strange. But also maybe like she just like wasn't feeling it because in the audience, she was probably like, oh my God, this guy is literally professing his love for me. And like, I am not that into him. You know what I mean? Which I don't know how you couldn't be that into him because he's beautiful. But he also, there's this one Instagram photo, you guys. Run, do not walk to his Instagram. There's a photo of him standing next to, I believe, a horse. And he's wearing these very tight jeans. And you see stuff in that photo. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. But you see stuff in the photo. Andy even talked about on Watch What Happens Live. He was like, did you know that basically we could see the outline of your huge penis? And he was like, yes, that's literally why I posted it. I was like, okay, love the transparency. And Lou's little eyes just lit right up. Like she was like, it was like Christmas for her. But she said that she's dating someone, a Latin lover, she said. But, you know, who knows what that means? He could be as real as Garth. That relationship was not real. But yeah, so I guess Camilla and uh, Tyler, they unfollowed each other on Instagram. But also I will say, so his book came out like right. So he was promoting his book on Instagram and it came out like right, obviously, like two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. And he talks a lot about relationships, love and his own journey with his family and et cetera, et cetera. In the book, he also wrote, the speech, like he put in the book, the speech that he was going to give Hannah Brown when he proposed to her on The Bachelorette. It says, you guys, I'm not lying. I, I did warn you. I've been very emotional lately. I cried when I read this. Okay, I'm going to read it to you. It said, Hannah, I know our love was slow to start, but it's a light that will burn forever. I know you had a label on me from the beginning, but these are the only labels I want. Husband, best friend, lover, protector, father to our children. I'm so madly in love with you. I want to support you in your dreams and make you happy for the rest of your life. I've given all of myself to you. Will you give all of yourself to me? I know we always say let's have a day, but let's turn this day into life. Hannah Brown, will you marry me? Now, okay, old me would have been like, that's so fucking cheesy, but it's sweet. But again, I don't know how I would feel if I was dating someone And I read my boyfriend's proposal speech for like someone else that he happens to still be like super close with. It would make me feel some type of way. I would probably pass away. Uh, Personally, I'd be like, oh my God. Like, I just don't know if I could do that. I'm not necessarily a jealous person, but I just wouldn't love that. I just, I wouldn't enjoy that. Yeah, no, I would feel very insecure, but okay. Also, I guess one of his close friends, according to this insider, said that they're shocked that it ended so soon, but like, Hey, Tyler, if you're listening, I am here to console you and be a shoulder to cry on if you need me. Okay? Just let me know. i be there in a New York minute. Okay? All right. Okay. This is also, this is not celebrity news, but this is just prediction time. I want to predict Kim and Kanye get back together. I don't know when it will be. I don't know where it will happen. I don't know. I don't know. But I just have this deep feeling of it, like my intuition is screaming that these two will get back together. So he is putting out his new album, Donda. That's his mother's name who passed away. 
And he's currently renting out the Mercedes-Benz Stadium where he's like working on his album and he put together like a listening party, but like to the max a couple weeks ago and Kim was in attendance. She was actually in a matching outfit. I believe he probably told her, bitch, you better wear this outfit. Uh, All the kids were there with her. It was very sweet, you know, supportive. Say what you want, but Kimmy is really, I think, a really good person. And I might have probably lost half my listeners, but I don't give a fuck. Like, she is a good person. You may not agree with, like, everything she does and says, but I think she has a really good heart. And I think she's just a very simple person at the end of the day. And she was like, this is the father of my children. Like, I'm going to support him no matter what. And then Winston... We're still recording. Winston. Sorry, you guys. He's really um, struggling. We're all struggling over here. But then, so she was there at the the second release party. And uh, I don't know. I just have a feeling like that they'll get back together. I just feel it in my heart and my soul. That's really, that's really it. I don't know. Just keep your eye out. Keep your eye out. I, I, because I don't know if anyone could ever understand Kim the way he does and vice versa. I think that there's this like really deep love there because they started off as friends for so long and they also bonded, I think, over the loss of both of their, like they both have lost a parent. They have four beautiful children together. Her kids are absolutely stunning. Stunning. Little baby saint. Oh my God. He's so cute. Uh, she just posted a picture of him recently. He looks like he's gotten so big. Like he's like a big boy now. I don't know. I just, I just have love in my heart for the Kardashians. It's very, it's a very controversial thing, but Kim and Chris really, really did the most with all of that. Like, yeah, they started with money, but to turn it into like as what they turned it into. Ooh, amazing. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this very chaotic uh, emotional journey of Hot Off The Mess. And because you are all amazing loyal listeners, I am offering you guys a 20% off discount code for thedip.com. That is thedip, D-I-P-P.com. So just put in the code H-O-T-M when you are signing up and enjoy 20% off. And of course, as always, I will annoy you and say, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review to this podcast wherever you listen. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. No, not now. That sounds like it's going to cost you. I know what to do. I'm going to CashNetUSA.com. I can apply in minutes, get an instant decision, and if approved, I could have the money in my account as soon as the same business day. When you need money fast, be the hero. Go to CashNetUSA.com to apply for the money you need now. The exact timing as to when your loan funds will be available will be determined by your banking institution. What exactly are microplastics? They're small, man-made. They're less than five millimeters long and they're around you every day. Microplastics are toxic. They cunningly seep into water, the air, and the things we eat. By contaminating our food chain, they make their way to you. Through vegetables at the supermarket and yes, through fruit too. They're literally everywhere. That's the problem at hand. Every cigarette butt you see on the ground contains 15,000 strands. Learn more at undo.org.